0: Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. The episode you're about to listen to is with Quentin Souza, who is from Durham REI. If you're interested to come see me speak on September 18th in Ajax, Ontario at the Crothers Creek Golf and Country Club, we'd love to see you there. Without further ado, here's the episode. Thanks, guys. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Quentin D'Souza. Um, Actually, I know lots about Quentin, but I'll let you uh, introduce yourself.
1: Uh, I'm Quentin D'Souza. I I used to be a teacher. Um, I left teaching in 2014 after about 19 years of teaching, a master's degree, had my my principal qualification, and it was kind of going down that path, and I had started investing in real estate. Um, uh, well, I've been investing for about 15 years now, and um, you know, the last couple of years of my teaching career uh, as a consultant, I, you know, I, I could have left teaching, but I was kind of being conservative and, you know, um, testing the waters, making sure that I had enough money and. And then I um, I decided to leave in 2014, uh, flipped a, a dozen homes in a year, um, you know, basically used the same strategy I've been using for the last 10 years, and, but instead of holding it, I was, I was selling them. I did really well with that, but if I held them, um, instead of flipping them, I probably would have made it another million dollars. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just the way it is, right? i uh, expanding my uh, reach and in investing in the U.S. now um, into Florida. And, um, you know, I'm just uh, um, working hard, continue to build my portfolio in Ontario, closed on a 12-unit building, done uh, three duplex conversions this year. I've got another one closing on, um, on Friday, and I'm working on uh, the due diligence on a non-unit building right now.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That's quite the story. So, uh, totally off topic, but I always I anyone who's done the flipping always says, you know, if I would have held them I would have had so much money. But I cuz I've let go of a lot of my properties, would you mm. not say that though that you use that money from the flipping for you know, would you actually you know, because I, for me personally, I whenever I, you know, sell a property, I use that and I buy more properties. I, I can, you know, because it's you've turned one property into three or five or whatever. I don't know. Do you think you kind of did need the the to sell those properties in order to continue to grow the way you did? Well, uh,
1: the way that I would evaluate something would be on the return on equity. And I've used this calculation before at, um, at Durham REI, right? And yeah. basically, it's a way to, to see what your yield is on the equity. Now, if you were to look at the, the flip projects that I do are more like uh, starter home flips, or I was adding basement suites and then selling them. Yeah. Um, and then I was pulling out, if I would have held them, I would have been able to pull out my money and still held on to the project gotcha. for, the, for yeah. a majority of them. Um, and so what would have made more sense would have been to hold on to all of them and then perhaps, uh, sell them over time or sell off some of the ones that I had from before that had a lower yield on the equity. Um, so, but, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, like that's hindsight, right? Oh yeah. 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 No, you know, now now (laughs) that I look at some of that, like the thing is that with real estate, you can't eat equity and you don't actually um, realize a profit until you sell right and not everybody realizes that you know it's great to have a big net worth and you know like you got a lot of um you know funds behind you but um you know if you can't buy your next meal
0: what's the point (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) right
1: so that's why like i always say to have both you have equity uh, so you buy for cash flow and you buy for appreciation and i'm doing the same thing in the u.s right buying for cash flow but also in markets that i believe have the fundamentals to help me to appreciate or that they will appreciate
0: (laughs) yeah so i know you're i believe it's tampa bay you're buying in.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I'm in the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay area. I, I have looked at a lot of different areas. Yep. I know we connected before, and I oh, looked yeah. at you know I was looking at a whole bunch of different areas. Um, I, I focused on Tampa because I really like the economic fundamentals of the area. The amount of the population go, uh, that is growing down there—it's huge, right? Um, you know, you're you're having like 300,000 people in the last year heading down there. That's 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 huge, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the, to Florida, not to Tampa,
0: but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. But uh, and you get the snowbirds. It's a low tax state. You know, you've got diversity of jobs. Uh, the reason why I went with Tampa instead of Orlando was because of the hurricanes, and you know they tend to hit the the uh, East Coast rather than the West Coast of Florida. Um, you know, the the type of job diversity that's there, um, employment. Um, you know, just just they had a lot of the fundamentals that I was looking for, and and you know, I'm looking for yield on my money too, right? So I want to ensure that I get the the yield that I want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, although, you know, the 1% rule is really hard to find in Ontario, right? You have to make it. You can't really, you know, it's not something that you can just pick and choose from in, you know, Florida and Tampa, you're you're more likely to be able to find something where you, uh, the rule is basically like you, you know, you buy a house for a hundred thousand and it, Rents for a thousand dollars a month, right? So
0: yeah.
1: you know you get that uh, that yield over twelve, uh, you know, over the twelve months.
0: You, you mentioned the the low taxes of Florida. Does that actually apply to us at all? Like, do you, as a, a real estate investor from Canada, do do you do you realize any? Well, like, will we actually get the low tax thing, or do we still pay the same tax no matter what state we're in? I don't know, maybe I should ask right. the CPA. I'm not sure. I mean, I was just always curious yeah. about that. <laughs> no,
1: so so the low tax thing is more for the Americans and yeah. the reason why they want to move down to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a high tax state like New York or or let's say um, uh, Michigan or something like that, California, uh, where yeah. you have a lot, you know, like a high state tax. Yeah. Um. You know, you're if you're retired. You might want to shift down to a lower tax state or a no tax state to, to be able to help you to afford living, yep. and you know, with the amount of baby boomers that are, that are out there, you know, and if you just look at it, even Canadians, like mm-hmm. like what do you where do you want to go in the winter? Not everybody wants to stick around, so
0: <laughs> yeah, right? no, no, and uh, yeah, for Florida because uh, I was just listening to this thing and it it came up as the number one uh, highest influx. Of Americans are for when they're moving from state to state, they were showing the the states that are going down, the states that are going up, and Florida was actually number one that the most people were moving into. I think it was Florida and uh, Texas was high, and Arizona was high. But yeah, it was like the Florida was the tri mecca where it had the a lot of the other things that some of the other states didn't have, and uh, so it's it's very it's very exciting to move to to invest in Florida, and I've actually really been. Been really, really close. I'm actually really close on a South Carolina deal right now. Or no, North Carolina. But Florida is. uh it, It's. It's. You know what? I'll end up getting there. <laughs> It'll. Yeah. I'll be there eventually. It's. It, it's very exciting, and it's. It's warm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can't. You know, I've, I've got a friend of mine, uh, Brian Scrohn, who's um, uh, Jack's Investments out in, in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he they do like um, build properties out there, like new build uh, rental properties. He's really a really great guy to, to connect with. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, he, um, you know, he that's I think somewhere where I might expand to yeah. um, if I'm going to expand anywhere else. Um, you know right now what I'd like to do is continue to to accelerate my my purchases so right now I'm at uh, three properties in the in the US I'd like to scale that up to um, another you know six or seven properties um, you know and and really the the, the reason for me because I'm not stopping growing in Canada yep. but I, I'm the reason why I'm in the us is maybe different than other people, or maybe it's the same. I'm looking for a hedge against the Canadian economy. Um, You know, I I like the allure of uh, having U.S. dollars versus Canadian dollars, especially if I'm going to be going to Florida anyways. And, you know, I'm going to go look at my properties in Tampa. <laughs> I'm going to have my, you know, hotel covered, my hair, my, you know, airfare down there covered and, and food and, you know, all that. So, I mean, there's um, there's those type of benefits. Um, and, and it's also uh, – you get frustrated with the landlord-tenant board laws in in Ontario, right? And uh, there there is just it's a huge difference down in the U.S. When you don't pay, you don't stay, right? It's just yep. different. And um, so I like I like the allure of that, but uh, you know mostly it's being able to access Canadian dollars or U.S. dollars and um, and be able to use that to for myself and my family for traveling and and also hedge against the Canadian economy. I want to have, I I invested in U S real estate because I understand real estate, but it was like, I was starting again, even though I, (laughs) you know, even though I've got, you know, 15 years experience, it doesn't matter. You you start again because you're learning, you know, 30 year terms, right? Like, which is different. You're trying to get financing when you, You you don't have a social insurance number, or or, you're trying to get ITINs, EINs, and then trying to build the credit. Like you're starting again, and it's okay. Like I I have no problems with working hard and and getting things done. I never have, you know. Like you know, it's it's all about you know being persistent and not taking uh, no as the answer, right? Like I, I don't know how many times I've I've run into. Like in, in my projects, doing accessory apartments, building inspectors, you say, Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, no, you can't do it this way. Well, how can I do it? And then you, you, and then you push and you prod and, and you keep yeah. at it, right? You don't accept no as the answer. And because there is a way to do it, and it requires you to, to, to push out of your comfort zone and, and get it done, right? So,
0: yep. And that's I like, think that's the trick too when you're learning anything new. Um, because like whenever I went down to the States, you do you go to the first bank and they're like, Can I get a loan? And they're like, No And you go to the second one, and they say no and you're like, Well, a lot of people are like, Well, I guess we can't get loans in the States. You can get loans. You just gotta find the right type of banks <laughs> But it's a it's not an easy thing to do, right? And <sighs> Uh, you you touched on uh, some of the landlord laws there in the landlord tenant board. Um, Florida is actually, I think, the second best landlord laws in the entire United States. It might be second or third. I think I know Texas is number one, and I think it's either in Indiana or Florida is number two for the the best eviction laws. Like it's everything is nice and slick and on your rules. And like you said, you don't pay, you don't stay. <laughs> it, yeah. It's like right out the right. Like quick, quick! Like it's, like it's they're not uh, not messing around. Like they can do a have it from you didn't pay your rent until, you know, in uh, Ontario you're doing the your N four and then you're waiting until the sixteenth to even start anything. And there you could have them on out by the sixteenth. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, it's totally different. And yeah. when
1: you describe the process to somebody uh, like a property manager in Florida, they're like. What do you live in a communist country? Like, yeah, no, no,
0: that's yeah. what they say. I'm like, no, wait a
1: minute. No, 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 no. But, it's a... no, no. But like, they they just like they 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 just can't understand it because it's like you own the property. What what is going on here? But like, this yeah. is
0: well, they they're, they're used to their thing. But there is like a lot of states that are very similar to Ontario. too. Oh yeah, you can make it work. Like I I still have properties in Ontario as well, and you can make it work anywhere. But if you're gonna cross the border, then why not pick? Something that you like, you, you, there's, there's bigger reasons, like because you're. You're gonna to have to use property management, which we should touch on. Like, how did you start getting your team and stuff? But you, you're gonna to have to set this stuff up. You're not gonna manage stuff, I guess. If you live in Niagara Falls and you're going to Buffalo or something, you could possibly manage it, but I still wouldn't. No. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to get to a point where I don't have. I still manage my stuff in Canada, but I would like to not manage anything.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I look at it as a business, and you know I try to teach people to create a business and everything they do. But in um, in the U.S. it was really taking trips down there studying the market talking to people i went to real estate events down there went to like some uh, the F- central florida real estate club you know um, when i was in uh, cincinnati and my son's baseball tournament just like uh, three weeks ago I was at the Cincinnati Greater Cincinnati Real Estate Investor <laughs> Association. Like you know, like you got to be there and and learn and talk to people, right? So that they trust you, and and you can look in their eye and you know say whether you you know you want to work with them or not. <clears throat> and then once you develop that relationship, then you can go back and say, okay, let's see if what you, you can do. And and if they don't work, you got to fire them, and you got to get down there and hire the right person. It, you know it requires some some work to to do, right? You gotta create the systems and processes, just like we do for our businesses here, right? You, if you create the systems and processes, and and you have other people who help you in your business, um, you know, I think what ends up happening is the when you start off in real estate investing, you you get the whole solopreneur type of uh, idea, which yeah. is like I'm the property manager, I'm the renovator, I'm the you know the guys who, who check out stuff and you know that's that's not how you create a business you create a business by having people help you to do that create a team of people to help you have somebody who shows your properties for you have somebody who does the repairs for you and if you're you know you're not able to do that in a profitable way maybe you have to change the market you're in even if it is in Ontario <laughs> you know like moving around a little bit you don't have to you know you don't have to buy a condo in downtown Toronto to be an investor you can, you know be in Kitchener you can be in London you can be in Guelph and you can get different you know um, different you cash flow numbers like I, I buy mm-hmm. in Ontario I still buy for cash flow and appreciation and I don't carry negative cash flow properties you know and the people I hang out with like my friends they they buy for cash flow too and we hang yeah. out and we keep we we keep growing and You know, the key is to hang out with people who are doing the same thing as you, right? If you want to buy in the U.S., you go and listen to your podcast because you're going to find other people who are doing the same thing right and yep. um you go hang out with other people actually you're going to be coming to duramari in september too
0: yeah let's let well let's just well, since we went there let's let's what is that i should put that i should get this episode out quick just so we actually get some people to know about it i what is that? Uh, september 18th yeah
1: september 18th in ajax at the uh Brothers Creek uh, Golf and Country Club. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have maybe between 130 and 150 people come out. And, and you know, I'll, I'll talk about the some of the structures and some of the things that I've been doing and common things. And, um, you know, I think uh, with your expertise and um, oh, yeah. some of the other speakers, we'll – you know, I think people will have a, a sound kind of foundation to to, to 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 at least get in the go in the right direction, and oh, that's yeah. the challenge, isn't it? You know, not knowing where to start. You know, and oh yeah, you know, and and then <laughs> just finding yeah. other people who are doing
0: it right. That's that was the biggest thing. Whenever I was going to buy my first places in the properties in the state. And I find a lot of
1: people say they invest in real estate in the US and then it's just like one property and it's great. Yeah. But it's not a business for me, right? Like I I'm, I'm trying to create a business around being in the in the US and creating that that stream of income yep. that business down there and so it's different. And I um, the, the find there's a lot of like, oh, yeah, I do this. But really, like, it's kind of like, okay, yep. you're part of the, you know, so if you were to look at, you know, 100% of Canadians, maybe only 3% own, you know, rental properties. And of those people who own 3%, like that 3%, 80% of those 3%, they really own maybe one to three rental properties. That's their, that's yep. it. That's all they're ever going to own is that one to three. Right? Yep. And then the last, you know, 20% of that 3%, they're going to own more rental properties than the whole 80% combined. Okay? Yeah. And I want to be part of that 20%. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's,
1: so that's that's how I that's how I do it. that's how I built my business here and that's how I'm going to build my business in the US. So yep. um, and I, uh, I don't take prisoners, you know, I just got to get out there and get it done, right? I'm, yep. I'm,
0: so when you were going down to the states how did you meet your team was it from going to these meetups like for the, to find uh I don't know what all your team consists of but I'm guessing you you have at least uh, probably a CPA and a property manager at yeah. uh, the very least <laughs> uh, no. like did you find those all from meetups or how did you go about building that
1: Well, I talked to my friends, right? I I have a lot of friends in real estate, hopefully, right? (laughs) So, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. So I just started reaching out to people like, hey, do you know, you know, anybody in the U.S. that can help me? Uh, Do you know anybody who's doing uh, stuff in the U.S.? And I have a friend of mine, Ian Zabo, who was actually, uh, he went down to the U.S. to do like a flip show for HGTV, like a pilot or something. Okay, yeah he connected me up to Brian and Brian connected me up to a guy in Tampa, you know, like it's just, it's just the way it works. Right. You just, Hey, who who do you know in and, um, and uh, try to, try to uh, connect the dots and, you know, it's amazing what your circle of influence can, can give you, right? Like, you know, we, there are people that you, you, first of all, you got to ask successful people. You don't ask the people who, just have done one or two things, right? You ask the people who have done 50 or a hundred things or like have done it for scale. And then you ask them like Brian scrown and you know, he, uh, I forget he was flipping a hundred properties a month or something like that. Whoa. Something like super nuts. <laughs> now,
0: that like, is scaling a company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Like,
1: he, <laughs> like it was something crazy like that. I was like, wow. And then, but the thing is like, he, he does not know construction. Like that's not his thing. Right. So, but he was really specialized in all the other components of what he was doing in that business. And huh. so, um, because he has a, a partner that does something else. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and I know that this guy's, he's got to know, you know, people in, in the U S who can help me. And, you know, he connects me up to the, the people in Tampa and then, you know, we we'll keep going from there. Right. So it's, it's just, a, and then you meet, um, um, uh, realtors, property managers, you talk to, like there's wholesalers down there, like meetups yep. are great for talking to and connecting with people. It's a, a lot more, um, uh, there's, there's a, a lot less re- realtor focused meetup groups in the US and and the organizations down there, I find are a lot less realtor focused. Yeah. Um, mortgage broker focused or whatever, like professional focused. There are yep. more actual people who are just investing in real estate. But there are also, uh, what I found is that in Florida, you find that there's a lot of shady people. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a sunny place, but there are a lot of shady people. So you got to kind of be careful and do your due diligence with the, the people that are down there, right? So
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Uh, if people wanted to uh, reach out to you, what's the best way to find you?
1: Um, going out to uh, ca or com is the easiest way to kind of connect with me. Um, you can also check out uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm on Facebook, and um, but I, I'm really not, a social media kind of guy i i like to when i um, I like to be on uh, the stage and Durham REI, do speaking there and, and that's about it. I used to travel all over the place and do keynotes everywhere and um, I just don't do that anymore. <laughs> I just like to stay at, at home uh, at home you know and, and do that so www.ari.ca is the best. Perfect.
0: Thank you for your time. Matt, you're welcome Glenn. Cool I'll kind hey, of Keep there. it up.
1: I love your show man. <laughs>